Hi, this is Francesca Oddi, and you are listening to the Astrology Oddcast for now. Maybe we'll call it something else. You can find me at francescaoddi.com or on Instagram at Francesca Oddi Astrology. I will never DM you and offer you a free reading or a paid reading. That is the scammers doing that. Please just comment on their post and say, you're a scammer, because that will really annoy them, apparently, and then block them. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to connect with you soon. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Astrology Oddcast with me, Francesca Oddi. So how you doing? <laughs> this week is very Pisces. People are very sleepy. Everyone's feeling quite emotional. There's a lot of loss and oh, it's just quite a lot. I think it's a lot. And I feel that people can f- intuit that next week is going to be very different, that we are at an ending. Pisces is the final sign of the zodiac and then spring equinox is the, f- the beginning of the astrological new year. And that is, you know, you'll see it all, all over Instagram next week. There'll be everybody saying, this is when you set your intentions, this is go time. And it really, I mean, it really is. It's an excellent time for setting intentions, the new moon in Aries. I, I think I'll keep this one a little bit shorter. We'll see how we go. There's so much to talk about next week. And in the spirit of the energy of people not being overly focused and not having loads of energy this week, I kind of want to align with that. And then next week we can bulldoze through everything that there is to discuss. But what we do have this week is a shift. So we've got a lot of Neptune conjunctions. So we have the sun in Pisces, the sun meets Neptune later on. And then we have Mercury on Thursday meeting Neptune. And yesterday on Tuesday, the 14th, we had Mars square to Neptune. Neptune rules Pisces, Neptune diffuses, Neptune pulls the plug, takes the fire and extinguishes it. So that's why everyone feels a little bit extinguished. But with that is a raw emotional connection. And that's what we want to acknowledge, live with, harness, honor, make the most of, make the most of this soft, sensitive, delicate time. And it really is quite delicate and you could feel quite raw. I feel that's really a thing for us. The dog was diagnosed with cancer yesterday and it's like everybody kind of already knew, but it was such a poignant Mars in Gemini square to Neptune grief kind of vibe and I'm hearing story after story of grief and loss and at the moment and it people probably die all I know people die all the time but you know that you go through these phases where maybe because I'm listening out for it because I'm aware of what the astrology is at the minute like I said last week we've got Pluto at the very end of Capricorn and we are at this time of endings it really is a strong ending vibe and for me and my family like the dog's poorly that my sister's pregnant and it's going to be bang like one to the other and what whatever that is in your life as well this ending and beginning is there for all of us out out there in the collective it's going on financial stuff briefly going to mention I made a reel on Instagram talking about Bitcoin I think I mentioned it in a podcast too The, the chart for Bitcoin if those of you any of you are interested is 6.15 p.m. on the 3rd of January 2009. And it has Venus, its value at zero degrees of Pisces. When Jupiter moved to Pisces in 2021, May 2021, everybody expected Jupiter to bring his blessings like people do. And Jupiter just went, oh, no, you've overvalued it. Goodbye. And Jupiter exposed the value as being overvalued. Jupiter undermined the Bitcoin Venus. 
But because of that, I've had in mind, and because also I am a fan of Saturn, and where Saturn, you know, you've heard about the Saturn return and Saturn's rules and regulations and restrictions and depression. And everybody gives Saturn a hard time and everybody thinks Jupiter is great. But over my years of being an astrologer, I have witnessed over and over again, Saturn bring people what they deserve. And that can be good things. And I have seen Jupiter give people overwhelm to the point where they avoid all responsibility or avoid the situation. So I put out there. Perhaps when Saturn gets to zero Pisces, we will see Bitcoin's value be validated. And we have. Bitcoin's, the price of Bitcoin has gone up because SVB Bank collapsed. And now we're seeing other rumblings in the banking sector as to be expected with Pluto at 29 degrees Capricorn. I'm, I've mentioned this a million times. I'm not sure it's, if it's in my podcast for the year. I should dig that out and see if, and see if I can clip something up to see if I predicted it. But Bear that in mind. And also bear in mind that Pluto moves to Aquarius on the 23rd of March. And what I mean by that is if Pluto exposes the truth, if he is the bulldozer, that or the, he's not just the bulldozer and the wrecking ball, he's like the acid that you pour on metal that's got very corrosive. Think of like a rusty coin or a rusty old park bench. And then you pour some acid over it or some solution that, that dissolves all the rust, but leaves what you want. That's the chemical experience of Pluto. He will absolutely obliterate anything that's rotten or corroded, but he will leave and galvanize what you want and what's strong. And that's the interesting point. And also a philosophical point in as much as there has been so much Capricorn corruption where Capricorn rules banks, governments, big institutions, hierarchies, anything to do with the class system that, you know, like the BBC, I mentioned that on my Instagram is a Capricorn institution born on the 1st of January, just like the UK is a Capricorn country and banks are all Capricorn. So Pluto moving into Capricorn had a lot to do, had a lot to expose. And Pluto in Sagittarius, which was 1996 until 2008, is what wasn't, I don't know, um, there was a lot of international war and the Twin Towers and all of that kind of Sagittarius religious, or at least in the name of faith and religion. And there was a lot of travel, but it really strengthened travel, didn't it? If you think Pluto in Sagittarius was Ryanair City, one penny flights, was it too much? Was it too little? Again, ethical debate. But when Pluto moves into Aquarius on the 23rd, will he des- destroy and dissolve all things Aquarian or what will he empower and the sky technology innovation internet digital things we're going to see we're going to get a big clue but I'll talk about that more next week but I wanted to put that in as an aside of things that we've seen going on in the world that are quite interesting and really really want to draw everybody's attention to what's going on in the banking sector. I did get a text yesterday from NatWest saying I'm only allowed to take out a grand a day or five grand within 30 days and put that onto a cryptocurrency platform. So the banks are now telling me where I can send my money. They're the kind of Capricorn regulations that have to go, really. If you have given your money to a bank, with the idea that the bank's going to just hold it and look after you. The bank's trying to say, oh, we're protecting you because it could be a scam. But that's, you're not free. And that's what Aquarius will not stand for. 
Aquarius is like, they are not the boss of you. You know, nobody's the boss of anyone. And here we are with Pluto at the end of Capricorn and the banks are like, by the way, you're not allowed to take your money out and do this with it. Very, 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 very curious. Okay. So just, I want to highlight that. But also remember that Pluto will retrograde back to Capricorn on June the, I don't have the exact date, sorry, I think it's the 6th or the 12th, and I'm not going to make a noise while I do that, I'll tell you next week. But early June, first 12 days in June, Pluto retrogrades back for the rest of the year, so this isn't over. So just think about it, keep it in mind, and maybe subscribe to my financial astrology newsletter that we'll probably get be getting more love there it's not been written yet today because i think the guy who writes it for well he sends me it and then i annotate it it's his newsletter he's a banker dude i imagine the banker dude who has his son at 29 degrees of capricorn is a little busy today because he's got pluto on his son and he works in a bank and everything that i just said you do the math okay back to now a lot of neptune okay so i think i've i've already run over that we've got mercury conjunct neptune sun conjunct neptune mars separating square from neptune dreams rest intuition L see what comes through do some automatic writing write a letter to someone write a letter to yourself give yourself space get into nature get away from technology pray if that's your vibe or manifest or whatever word you want to use commune with something bigger than yourself and if you feel a longing and if you feel a sadness and if you feel a bit sensitive and that's cool but that's what it is that's where we are it won't last forever be be where you are sometimes it's I've I find astrology really comforting in in as much as I can see the sky and think okay this is where I am maybe I'm going to watch Titanic you know it would be you know when you just want to kind of watch a movie and just be emotional or maybe the notebook it's a great couple of days for watching the notebook we are at the end and it's there's a lot of grief neptune can be grief and longing but also a sweetness and a reverence for everything that you are letting go of but doing it completely fully with all your body mind presence and and not avoiding it I think that's also part of it. And with Saturn now in Pisces, this is going to be a repeating lesson. And what I'm finding is it is increasingly important to stay devoted. And thank you, Helen, last night in Captivate for saying that. I was saying spiritual discipline, discipline being a Saturn word and in Pisces. So spiritual, Pisces, discipline, Saturn. And she was like, I prefer spiritual devotion. And that's I like that because I also have a... A relationship with Saturn where I kind of respect him like I was just saying about Bitcoin I respect that he brings integrity sometimes to what he's doing and makes something lasting and yes reframe it think of it as devotion a dedication that comes from the heart a discipline that isn't done out of uh, what's the word not just not discipline that's done out of duress, discipline that's done from love, a, a, a reverence with yourself, a need, desire, impulse and respect for yourself and your spirit that you are devoted to your meditation, to the way you eat, to not putting loads of sugar or caffeine or booze into your system and that you want to feel open and clear and be a clear channel for whatever your purpose is in life. And you might be getting more clear on your purpose particularly this week with Venus today at the end of Aries and she will square Pluto tomorrow, which is Thursday. 
And with Venus at 29 Aries and Pluto at 29 Capricorn, that is a real urgency to declare who you are and to, again, get really clear on your values. And because you're feeling more raw and more sensitive because of all the Neptune, it might be easier to think about how you want to present yourself or who you love or tell someone you love them. And but also be aware of your jealousy, aware of any envy aware of any trigger points because they are raw and they are red hot and they are on fire. So that's going to be informative. Whatever goes on for you tomorrow, take note, think about it, What's what triggers you, but also dig into who you are. I'm going to be doing my branding and doing my colors and it's like urgent. You've got to really commit now. You've got to decide how you want to turn up. How do you, how do you want to be seen? How do you want people to understand who you are and what you offer? Then Venus will move to Taurus straight away from 29 Aries to zero Taurus. Venus rules Taurus. This is a lovely gift for us all. Venus will meet the North Node in Taurus. She'll meet Uranus, but later on in early March, uh, April, excuse me, in early April. But uh, Venus in Taurus is lovely, grounded, sensual, into nature, nourishing yourself, feeling more secure in who you are. I, I like that. And I like the sextile to Saturn in Pisces that will be formed as well. The Venus sextile Saturn is on Friday in the evening, evening, afternoon. Depends. It, I'm reading from this book that's got times in the USA. So wherever you are in the world, either way, it's Friday. <laughs> Friday more or less uh, it's an applying aspect until Friday so we're probably already feeling it as soon as she moves into Taurus and that's a lovely sextile is committing to who you are committing to your values expressing telling someone how you feel and putting your values into action that's a of course Saturn implies work but I've already labored today how much I like Saturn so I won't need to labor that anymore Mercury moves to Aries on Saturday and that's also probably better than being in Pisces on a on one level. Mercury in Pisces conjunct Neptune, like we have on Thursday, is absolutely not Mercury's remit. Mercury wants to analyze and be really quick-witted and intellectual. When we put Mercury in Pisces conjunct Neptune, we have lost all rationality and we are living fully in immersive, intuitive, sensory perception where we know how someone feels because somehow our heart feels what they feel and we've got a weird telepathic connection and we just know. And it's completely not mercurial. It's not something with a paper trail that you can trace and rationalize. It's hypothetical and sensitive informed, but that's cool. I, I am all here for that kind of mercurial. I love that. I love connecting with people that way. And I love being in this Neptunian realm. But I also think that Mercury moving into Aries, it's beginning again. It's very direct. You don't beat around the bush. You say what you think. And it's got Aries vibes and it's it's fiery. It's Yang. Mer Mercury himself is probably quite a Yang planet that just wants to get things A to B, be a bit tricky, be a bit naughty. Mercury and Aries has faster communication written all over it. So that is the beginning. That's kind of getting the ball moving and, and we are getting away from our liminal dream state into something with a bit more urgency. We, we're less inclined to sit on the sofa and read a book and more likely to get planning. I'm going to skip ahead to the equinox and the new moon because it is... These are exciting charts. The 
Aries ingress, which is where we have the beginning of Aries season, the sun moves into Aries, is on the 20th of March. And then the following day, we have the new moon in Aries at zero degrees and 49 minutes. Anything at zero degrees is potent. Anything at zero Aries is the very, very, very beginning. It's the first sign of the zodiac at its first degree. And not only that, it's two days before Pluto changes signs into Aquarius. And it's just beginner, beginner vibes. I remember when I was writing cycles, seeing this being like, holy moly. And then we have another new moon in Aries at 29 degrees. So we've got two new moons in the beginning sign of the zodiac. So we've gone from this deeply restorative, letting go, tired vibe, do you yoga nidra, Pisces energy, and then we are edging into feistiness we are edging into beginnings but still it's an out of sign conjunction to neptune so we are straddling the two worlds and what i mean by that is this new moon is still connected to the neptune it's still we've still feeling the pisces energy because neptune's at 25 and five degrees later we've got the new moon and then the second new moon at 29 degrees of aries is just pure fire and it's an eclipse that's like red hot blazing lunacy and mercury is changing direction around the time of the second eclipse but here we are guys if you're beginning something a lot of what we're doing in captivate is using this energy now to sort of rest and restore and then the beginnings are coming and the beginnings are coming we don't know what it is a lot of it a lot of it's external to us but the new confidence that comes with Aries energy and because Neptune can take us higher and into a spiritual realm and we feel we feel very connected. We have, we are influenced by spirituality. We are influenced by our heart. We know what's going on. It's being guided and trusting that the direction we want to go is, is correct and being true to ourselves. And I think a lot of that as well is supported by Venus being in Taurus and the Venus Pluto. We've got Thursday, the 16th is, is about exploring who you really are and being brave about it. Remember, we've got Jupiter and Chiron still together. I spoke about Jupiter and Chiron last week. We still have this newfound ability to be brave and speak up for ourselves and stand up for ourselves and be okay being who we are, which isn't that so Aquarian as well. When Pluto moved into Aquarius, be unique, be authentic, be yourself. Don't try and be like everyone else. You know, I started recording this podcast today and I started it just being normal and saying my name and doing all the stuff. I was like, nah, like I would switch off. And I'm not, I can't even remember what I said, but I remember just being, saying something that I might say to a human instead of saying what I think should be said on a podcast, because it could be boring. <laughs> you know, saying what, doing what you think you should do is generally quite boring. Generally, generally. And they, horses for courses. Anyway, here's the new moon. And we're wise. We've been informed by loss and longing and our very raw, authentic emotions. And now we're feeling informed and ready to begin again. But it, Neptune's still there. So we're not, we're not like bats out of hell. We're still in thinking about what we want to heal, what we want to change in our beliefs that want an upgrade. Jupiter is still in Aries. So that again, that's like, if Jupiter's probably at 16 next week, he's at 15 today. So that's a very wide orb but it, it's kind of there, kind of close. And because Mercury will also be in Aries bridging the connection. So the new moon will be conjunct Mercury, which will be conjunct Chiron, which will be conjunct Jupiter. All of that says, come on, express yourself. Who are you? Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. 
Aries is a want word. I always say that when I hear someone say, I want to do this. I'm like, God, <laughs> you're brave. Not, you know, no caveat. I would like very direct. That's Aries vibes. And so dig into that, dig into the this new moon and set your intentions. I'll be doing an event. I hope I actually need to set that up. I will be doing an event to bring in some of this Aries energy with a meditation and some tarot card visualization. And, but you can do this yourself. You don't need to join me, but it's definitely a time of declaring what you, who your identity, who are you? Are you, and be comfortable with who you are because that that's the greatest gift you can give yourself. And that breeds the intimacy that perhaps a lot of us are longing for in this Pisces interim that we're in at the beginning now as I speak on the 15th of March where we are seeking something and we're seeking a connection with nature or I don't know I've come back to Nottingham and looked at the stars last night and just thought how am I living in London but I always feel like that you know you leave for a few days and then I go back to London I'm fine but and I the horse came to see me this morning the horse was in the field with the meditation rock and he obviously liked my face cream came right up and he was like sniffing my head. I was like, this is life with the animals. What am I doing in the city? Well, I do like the swans on the river a lot. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> be more normal. Do you need to be more normal? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what Pluto does to society, to social media, to conforming, to all of that. Because in theory, Aquarius should delete conformity. It should delete the idea that everybody wants to look the same and have the same haircut and everybody has the same Botox and everybody has the same long nails. Like, But that's is that fashion? But was, was fashion always this way? It's going to be different. Billie Eilish is Aquarius. Who else have we got? Like really, uh, David, oh, no, he was rising Aquarius, David Bowie. But it's about being yourself. So take this time before Pluto moves into Aquarius to understand what's coming through for you and then be ready that the gear change is going to happen. We are changing lanes. We're changing gears. And before we get there, we're just chilling out. And I think that's all I'm going to say. I can talk more. I'll talk more about this big Aries energy next week and and how it's kicked off and how we've experienced it. And then the moon, after the new moon, she will meet Chiron and she will meet Jupiter and we will be expressing so much of what we're going through. I feel like every week is so different. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's weird. Maybe it's just because I'm making these now and I'm more connected with the passing energies and I know what every day is bringing. But it's it's we are going through shift after shift and this is slow so go be slow enjoy it and next week next week is the big one um every week it's a big one but really be present do i i, I want to emphasize this again now it's like look at a running a stream look at a river go to the sea have a salt bath clear your energy field because your energy field could be blocked clogged up with emotional everything do a bit of a cord cutting um shake yourself you, my I remember when I went for healing once she had like a maraca and just use that because the noise to and um, put a maraca all around me all through my aura to cleanse do the meditation I know everybody's overwhelmed and tired clean out your space just the, a devotion a spirit devotion to synchronicity and sensitivity really use this week this will be gone this will be gone soon and it'll be aries and when it's gone 
it's gone. You missed it. You missed the chance to fully immerse yourself in whatever you can immerse yourself in right now. And I know people are busy and you don't, you don't have to do the whole moon ritual again. You don't have to spend two hours doing it, but can you spend 10 minutes doing it? Can you be here for 10 minutes and watch how your energy changes? When I was in Greece in the summer making the TV show, sometimes I'd be so knackered. I would just lie on the floor and go on YouTube and get a 10 minute energy recharge meditation. And those things work. Those things work. I would get color in my cheeks. I would look like I, I would look better just from lying on the floor and recharging. So try it. Think about it. And also, please do share the pod. Thanks for listening, helping me grow it and do fun things with it. Maybe I'll make videos. I think people like videos, but it's very liberating just to talk. It's very Mercury Neptune. And I like that vibe. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling. See you soon. This is Pen Astrology Oddcast with Francesca Oddi. Thank you for listening and see you next week.